So the uh, Chiefs are being rumored to be in the mix for a big-name veteran wide receiver. Oh. According to Benjamin Albright. He's a good one. The Chiefs could be the most likely landing spot for Arizona Cardinals wideout DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. D-Hop. D-Hop. He tweeted out, Kansas City is the team to watch for DeAndre Hopkins. And my response to this is, should he come to Kansas City? Mine is, whatever, fine. I don't care. I I honestly, at this point in time, if they want to bring anybody in here right now, I'm going to think it's a great move because Brett Veach has earned that benefit of the doubt. That's true. But on the surface, he's everything you hate. I know. He is. He's over over 30. Me personally, I'm not taking him. But I'm I'm speaking like what they're going to do, right? I don't understand why they would why the Chiefs would be in the market for a 31-year-old who's going to make he's got a 30 million dollar cap hit this year. That's right. 26 the, the next year. Right. And and they allegedly pay Tyreek Hill this money. And allegedly wants a new deal. Yeah. Well, everybody wants a new deal, Josh. He did have a, a suspension last year, started right. the year, but had had, a, had decent numbers. He put up better numbers last year than he did the prior year where he, he played with Kyler Murray most of the he season. He yelled at Kyler Murray on the sidelines. We saw that this year. Which I do like. So I do, yeah, I do, I do like that part of it. Yeah. I don't I don't get this one at all. I don't understand I don't I don't connect the dots to this one, I guess. I I, I don't Especially either. like the the Tyreek Hill, the not getting the deal done with Tyreek Hill is right. going to stick as well, but they didn't do it with Tyreek Hill. That's gonna that's gonna hang for a while. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be, I think, a reputation, much like their reputation they've kind of built with defensive backs, yeah, corners, right? Uh, just figured out. Every yeah. time that there was a call for them to go get a a veteran corner, they never really did. At least not one they they massively counted on. They might have somebody to supplement, but. They just took care of it. I, I feel like the Tyree Kill wide receiver thing, we're always going to be well, they, they didn't spend money on Tyree Kill. Why would you spend it f- for a lesser version? And an older version. An older, lesser version right. of that. Right. that that's, I, I that's my thing right now. A few years ago, yeah. like when he, got, when he got dealt from Houston, and we went, holy crap, what did they just do? Like that was that was prime D-hop. Like if it could have been in on that, great. Now I'm like... I don't get it. He's making a boatload of money. Why would right. I, why would they want to go this direction? I don't I don't connect the dots in this one. I, I I'm with you. Like, say it out loud, as Carrington always says. Right? Say it out loud. Does it pass the say it out loud test? And for me, it doesn't pass the say it out loud test. Okay, you had Tyreek Hill, who is the greatest wide receiver in franchise history, top wide receiver in the game. You couldn't get a deal done with him, so you ended up trading him, and. He's 28 years old, right? Still got a couple of years left before he hits that magical number of 30. Now, you did get a haul back in return, and Brett Veach has been aces when it comes to the draft, so you have those draft picks, and that's great. And I I was all for the Tyreek Hill trade. I have no problem moving on from players that you think are getting ready to get paid but shouldn't get paid because they're getting up to that magical number of 30. No issues with that whatsoever. But then, again, the say it out loud test, DeAndre Hopkins, who's already over 30 years old, Suspended for the season last year, has a 30 million, or not for the season, but for six games last year, has a contract that's astronomically high and is a $30 million cap. I don't, I don't get it. How does that make sense for the way that the Chiefs have shown us what they're going to do from a business standpoint and how they're going to operate, especially at that position? Now, if we're talking about 
linebacker, let's just say. Well, we don't have a blueprint to follow. The Chiefs have laid out their blueprint for the wide receiver position last year. We're not overpaying somebody. Even okay. if they're good. Even if they're good. And, and Tyree kills good. Good. Very good. The best in franchise history. And they didn't pay him. So why would they turn around and spend more money on an older player? I don't get it. I don't get it. And I do love this text. And, and, and this is my motto. And you and I are on the same wavelength right now from the 816. For the first time in 30 years, we're in a place where we don't worry about the offseason because in Veach we trust. Hell Yes. And that's kind of where I am. That's why I said, should he come to Kansas City? Whatever, fine. I mean, if, if they're going to go out and make the move, I trust that they're making the right move because they've shown us over the last five years everything they touch for all intents and purposes is the right move for this organization. Nobody's going to be 100%, but they're in the 99th percentile like I am with weight. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP Kansas City, WDF, HG2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. Someone texts in the Chiefs were ready for Tyreek Hill to leave. Maybe could have been sure, could have been, but it's still, like, they, but they like... wanted to sign him, and they were going to sign him, and then the Christian Kirk thing, and then the Devontae Adams thing. They go, oh god, we're not spending that. But money. even if that was the case, like it was just like enough's enough. Like D Hop ain't a cup of coffee, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's got some, he's got some chatter about him. He's got some not afraid to rock the boat about him. Like what? Right. I don't. That, this one doesn't make sense. I, in, in Veach, I trust for sure. Yes, yes. They've they've done a they've done a heck of a job. Mm-hmm. But just looking at what they've done, I don't. I don't. I don't see where this report makes sense to me. That's all. Uh, from the uh, from the eight one six. This is breaking news. They make beer caramelizers. Don't use your poker. Buy one especially for it. Hmm. So wait, I'm not supposed to use my own poker? No, you're supposed to go out and buy a new poker. A lubed caramel one, I believe. Right. That's what they're saying, right? It's a poker. It's got caramel on the outside already. And so it just... So it's already flavored. caramel? Yeah. Yeah. Here's a, here's, a, here's, a, here's a good thought. I'm not in on this because he's been a, a waste for two years from the 816. Hell, Veach could sign Galladay for nothing, and Pat will make him look like a stud from Joe and Gladstone. True. And that's the other thing, too. I already got one giant giant cast off. Yes. Patrick has proven, though. Let's worry about making him better first. Patrick has proven that he makes guys better, which is what we needed him to do, is what we said during this whole process. If this is truly going to be the Patriot Dynasty 2.0, he's going to have to make guys around him better. He proved that he could do that last year. So why invest a lot of money right now when you don't have to because you still have Travis Kelsey, who's the best pass catcher in the league, when, when you still have Travis on this team in his prime playing at a high level, I wouldn't break the bank on another pass catcher. I like that text over there about from Joe and Gladstone about Veach with Galladay. That's a good one. I'd, now, I wouldn't go with Galladay. I'd but take I, another the, team. But the, but, I've already got one for yeah, that team. But, but the, the reasoning, the, the logic, the thought behind that text, brilliant. Does brilliant. he make them better or does he just work great with them? I don't know if he makes anybody substantially better. He just we just show that we could just run an offense with anybody, mm-hmm. and that's important. I don't know that he's elevated the play of someone to make them greater outside of the organization. I don't know if that's true. I don't. I don't. What 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 evidence do you have of that? What do you mean outside? Juju of- was a good receiver. Got him here. Got a good numbers again. Yeah. MVS was okay, and he was okay, okay here. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he. I'm not. It's not a knock on him. I'm just saying, I, it's Patrick Mahomes. Just give him whoever, and he'll. He'll make he'll make the offense hum. Yeah, I don't know if that he's elevated. That's fair. I don't All know if right. he's elevated them to heights they haven't seen before they reached him. Right, he just makes 
good players, good players, and this offense going to keep humming, humming along. Mm-hmm. So caramel flavored, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A, uh, uh, a caramel flavored poker, someone says. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So you have to buy a flavored poker? Somebody says Kelsey's the proof. I don't know. Kelsey's better. Kelsey's just Kelsey. Kelsey was pretty damn good with Alex Smith, too. Yeah, now, has yeah. he elevated his game and gotten better? You yeah, better believe yeah, he has. Yeah, I don't, yeah. but I put that on Kelsey. I mean, yeah. no offense. I'm a, I don't want to take, take, take that away from Kelsey. I'm not, yeah. I'm not knocking the quarterback here. I'm just saying I, I've i seen other receiver or other quarterbacks who are like, oh, my gosh, this guy was good, then went to another team, and you're like, wow, what a pile of whatever. Well, that guy that we had in that Denver game in and Pat's then, first game that went to Miami that never amounted <laughs> yeah. to anything. Albert Wilson? Yeah. And maybe that's the only example. Albert Wilson? Well, who else is truly left here, though? You know? I mean, Shady McCoy. If Tyreek is really the first one to leave, and he had a hell of a year with Tua. He had a hell <laughs> yeah. of a year, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. There's a lot of things I like about. I mean, all right, all right. I so Demarcus Robinson, Byron Pringle, where have you? Where are they? I mean, you haven't heard from yeah, them. Yeah, they weren't great when they were here. But I mean, we all wanted them to stay. They were, they were okay when they were here. I say, I just feel like that that's an overvalued thing. I feel like with some others, I have seen that. Like Peyton Manning, I felt made guys. Um, certainly, uh, Alvin Harper. Yeah, he <laughs> no, was made was by kidding. Dallas. Went yeah, another, went to another place. I mean, Tom Brady made Again, guys. It's, it's Wes Welker. I'm just saying, you can put whoever in this offense. I don't know that he's making them better. He's just making this offense hum. He's just no matter who so it is. good. It doesn't matter who you. No matter who him. it is. Yeah. Just yeah. bring me. Just bring me enough guys. I think we're splitting hairs when we say make them better. It, it, Patrick Mahomes can run an awesome offense regardless of who the weapons are. That's your thesis statement right there. Yeah. Yes. That's that's where I'm at. Right. That's your thesis statement right there. Regardless who the weapons are, Patrick Mahomes can run it. a great offense. He's got this. Yes. It's fine. All right, we need your help on the uh, the text line, not just on pokers today, 913-586-7610. Uh, but I saw this oh, they're on Amazon, apparently. The, uh, the Big 12 Championship, uh, which is coming to uh, to Kansas City. Uh, Kansas will be the uh, the number one seed. They won another title outright. Should they come to Texas, Kansas City? As Texas lost yesterday. But uh, the, the Big 12 is coming up with a Big 12 Eats, specially made Eats for each team at the uh, at the tournament and while some of these are complete i think maybe we can do a better job right give them some ideas we're all about ideas on this show as right? you well know yes so they've developed big 12 eats specific school food items like the jayhawks mac and cheese how is that related to the jayhawks well, I like the wine and cheese. Yeah. So mac and okay. cheese, I guess, is what they can do. Pasta, creamy white cheese sauce topped with pulled pork. I'm glad they said pasta. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known. Barbecue sauce and crispy fried onions. Sounds delicious. It sounds great, but what does that have to do with KU? Uh, I don't know. I would have went wine and cheese. Right. Right. That would be better. Uh, the K-State Wabash Cannon Dog. See, now I get that. I like Cannon that Cannonball Cannon Dog. Okay, I'm in on that. A bacon-wrapped jumbo hot dog topped with a wildcat purple relish. Okay, that screams K-State. Right, right. I still don't know what the mac and cheese thing is with KU unless it is wine and cheese. So what would we do for the other teams? Something with Dr. Pepper for Baylor, five, right? 586-7610 on the, uh, the text line. I would leave Texas and Oklahoma out since they're deserters. I wouldn't create a damn meal for them. I'd give them a boring uh, chicken finger. I'd give them like a crystal <laughs> burger because that's in the SEC. Oh, that's good, right? Yeah, they no longer get Whataburger; they get Crystal something Burger. southern, like what, like like some southern food. Shrimp and grits would yeah. be really good, which yeah. is 
a phenomenal dish. Who has the best shrimp and grits in Kansas City? 913-586-7610. B-Dub, I know you got an answer. Well, I'm, I, I'm, soiree? I'm, yes, I'm very, very soiree on yeah. that. I think Tech just gets the Whataburger. Texas Tech? Yeah. I mean, they, it's Mahomes. They just get. Okay. He brought the Whataburger. Yeah. They just get that. The Mountaineer gets no food. They get white lightning. Just a, no, just, I think I think the West Virginia food. No, no, on it. no, no. You're missing the point here. <laughs> West Virginia gets fried squirrel. With your choice of either brown or white gravy. Maybe a trash panda. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that that's nice. Some trash panda brisket. Yeah. Somebody says the loaded flaming couch potato. That's good. Can I see it from the nine one three two bad? There's a Missouri team. We can get them the green dip. Yeah, that'd okay. Be you good. should have had the soft pretzel with wine and cheese. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. that's fine. Um, for uh, too bad Iowa. Missouri isn't there. We could have the green dip. Thanks for listening. I like that. Oh, that's what you just said. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I rarely listen to you. You know that Eric um, Berry, champion of the uh, week or whatever it was. Player of the week. Very, very player of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's the other team that's in the Big 12 right now? <laughs> Iowa State's still in the league? Yes, they are. So they loose are. meat for them, yeah, right? It should be a loose meat sandwich. They yeah. went with a uh, tenderloin, which isn't a bad option either. No, that's not a bad Iowa option. Yeah. You got to go with the maid, right? Yeah. Like, they, I think they missed the boat. But again, eating a loose meat sandwich in a seat watching a game, not easy. Yeah. Not easy at all. West Virginia is the, is the fried squirrel and a Mountain Dew. TCU, what are they going to get? There's, There's got to be some kind of like caviar for TCU, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they feel like they're little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're TCU. Ooh, ooh, ooh. How about some caviar? Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State's got something with jealousy. I don't know what, I don't know what the factor's in yeah. there. Yeah. Some Oklahoma envy there. Don't, doesn't Oklahoma State scream to you like cow fries? Like, Some type of patty. But like, like the, you know, where you fry the, you know, the, the cows, you know, thing up and you eat them like Rocky Mountain oysters. That screams Oklahoma State to me. I don't know why. Like TCU. if any school in the, in the Big 12 is going to eat Rocky Mountain oysters, it's Oklahoma State. TCU gets frog legs. Oh, duh. Yeah, How do we with, miss with that? With sriracha for the blood. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. 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 Way to go. Kansas City should host the SEC more logical than the Big 12. Why? Missouri doesn't travel like Kansas fans do. They're paying for a bunch of stuff in your city, man. Yeah. On your side of the state line, take it. God, take why, it. Are we, why are we debating the state line just still take in this it. town? Jesus, move on. Iowa State, just give them bush light. TCU, frog legs. OSU, lamb fries and gravy. That's right. That's what I'm telling you right there. That's perfect for them. Somebody says there is a testicle festival in Stillwater. Well, there you go. Makes it even more. Bear claws for Baylor. See, I still think with Baylor, you got to go with Dr. Pepper. Something with Dr. Pepper because that's where where Baylor is from. Dr. Pepper bear claw? Yeah. Ooh, now you're talking. Dr. Pepper glaze on top of that bear claw. That's not bad. I like that. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Oh, wow. Jeez. K-State has to be something that sounds appealing but is a disappointment when you eat it. Wow. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Oklahoma fried okra Iowa State just Casey's pizza that's good it's good I love Casey's pizza though yeah. I don't have a problem with that at all I do too so let me smell that taco pizza you tell me I can get a slice of taco mm. pizza at the Big 12 tournament I may decide to go Oklahoma State should just get beer pokes 
That's why well we asked. That's why we ask you guys. Well, three five eight six seven six ten. Keep them coming. Uh, the Big Twelve doing specialty dishes for the uh, for the teams. And quite honestly, I don't care the difference between a bull and a cow. Let it go. Seriously. That's why I live in the city. We're city it, folk. It, it, it's a cow. Oh my God! Who the hell cares? There's a collection of sports memorabilia, which I think might be the greatest ever. It's like the goat of sports memorabilia. Next. Fesco in the morning. <laughs> Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Huge memorabilia guy. Um, I'm not either, and I sometimes want to kick myself for that. You know, I have some things, but not a lot, and I definitely wouldn't spend a bunch of money on stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> to like to buy it. To each their own, right? If you enjoy um, doing that, but this one here would be the greatest one ever if you were going to do it. I mean, I mean, if you have like a hundred million dollars. Hold on. Let me check my account real quick. Man, uh, well, nope. Haven't got paid by Odyssey yet. Okay. No, that's, it, it wouldn't matter if you did. You ain't got a hundred million. So it appears it's going so to go. So you would only do this if you had a hundred million dollars. Like if you had $90 million, you wouldn't make this purchase. <laughs> no, whatever, whatever it took to get it. I might do this. This okay. one is, this one's great. Cause if you would have, You'd have scoreboard on every piece of sports memorabilia ever. There's actually one that just sold last night that may be scoreboard over it. We'll get to that in a second. No, this is scoreboard. Okay. Um, <laughs> For you, maybe. <laughs> it's going out on, on, on tour. And basically, it's going on tour, I think, to drum up interest to try to find a buyer. They're taking it overseas at the moment. Mm-hmm. But... Michael Jordan's shoes that he wore in the clinching games of each of the six titles. That's pretty awesome. That's that's some good stuff right there. Autographed. Yeah. Autographed. That's right. So they have the uh the Jordan 6, the Jordan 7, the Jordan 8 from 91, 92 and 93. Six, seven, and eight. The Air Jordan 11, 12, and I don't know why it skips to 14. Well, because 13 is an unlucky number. Did he not have a 13? Is that what it was? They didn't have a 13? Or did they have two shoes in a year? I don't know. Hotels don't have a 13th floor. 
Maybe it, was a, maybe it was the one that was uncomfortable and he blew the bottom of it out or something and had to change it out. Who was the guy that was it Duke that did that? Zion? Yeah, Zion Williamson. Yeah. Is Blue he still shirt. playing basketball? Um, he's on the injured he's list. He's on the a lot, bench. A lot. Has he ever played a game? You know, yeah. they were in first place with him playing this year uh, through 35 Who games. He played Blew for? a hamstring. Uh, Pelicans. Okay, still Pelican. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. on the bench last night against Rip City. He's very. Uh, there's always a lot of anticipation for him playing, but doesn't play. So you like know, Embiid at he's KU. Like, he's like an NBA player. Or Mondi. Yeah. Congratulations, Kevin Durant. He had fun last night. Finally played in a game. Oh, he did? Good yeah, for him. He had fun for a night. He was smiling. And did stuff. he say that? Did he say he had fun? I don't think so, no. but he looked, he looked like he was having fun. He smiled mm-hmm. and was jovial, so must have been That's having good. fun. That's good, yeah. But shoe worn in the game clincher for each of the six Michael Jordan titles. And the shoes are signed. I mean, that's one of a kind, obviously. Yeah. You're not going to find multiples Clearly of that. the one that says, our last effing game, MJ. On oh, does it say effing or did he spell it out? Oh, no, it says. It's written out. It's oh, written good. Out. That's yeah. even better. Yeah. That's awesome. With the score on there. This is, a, this is an impressive collection. Like, if you had that one and that was on your mantle, you're like, yeah, I got Jordan shoes from all six. How titles. much do you think that's going to go for? It's, it's believed it could go up to, oh, like, $100 million. For the collection. Oh, you weren't kidding about that. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the greatest of all time. And they write up. They have the write-up. It's, is it Sotheby's? Southby's? Sotheby's, Sotheby's, yeah. right? Yeah. It's pronounced Sotheby's. Has the collection, and they're taking it to, like, Dubai or something to start. So the Live Golf Tour is bidding on it? Maybe, maybe so. They Well, you go where the money is. Yeah, right. They're trying to sell this to the highest bidder, right? Uh, but they have a, a whole page of the description of each shoe and pictures of each shoe and what happened in those games and what have you. But it's called the dynasty collection, the complete set of Michael Jordan's six championship clinching game worn air Jordan sneakers. I mean, a hundred million dollars, Josh, to spend on that is obscene. Yeah. And if you have that kind of money to spend on that, how much money do you have? My only other question is, it's, it doesn't appear to be both shoes. So is there another collection that's got the, there's Jordan keeping the other shoe, and then you get oh, one? Oh, see, you can't do that. No, 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 no. This has to be a one-of-a-kind deal. There can't yeah, be. The, I don't the, know. The, the, the second, the left foot can't surface next year. I don't know. I see the picture. Again, I, I don't know. The pictures do have both shoes, it seems. In most of these pictures, they have illustrations of both shoes. But the the thing that they have is, it looks like it's all uh, it's all right shoe, Right. That's what I'm saying. The left shoe can't surface next year or because if, I'd be pissed if I spent $100 million. Now maybe, here's a, maybe he's keeping the left shoe. Could know. be. See, that's a that's a phenomenal, phenomenal piece of memorabilia. And again, there's probably one person in this world that can afford it. That's why they, they always say, well, you know, right. somebody, it's going to be a prince in Dubai. Right. I mean, and then, and then he's going to send out emails asking you to, to help him out, help fund, yeah. help help fund, fund the bu- shoes, buying this and just give him your bank account information. Mm-hmm. And you could own a part of George. Jordan shoes, yeah, that's great. You can go, yeah. go smell them. Um, this one went for sale yesterday. Um, Joe Montana's jersey sold for $1.212 million, and it's the jersey that he won in the Super Bowl where they beat the Bengals 20-16, to 16, the drive, 92-yard drive at the end, you know, that pass to John Taylor into the end zone for a touchdown. But it's not only the jersey that he wore there. It's the jersey that he wore in the Super Bowl prior when they beat the Dolphins 38-16 to four years earlier. So I'm, two two Super Bowl-worn jerseys? No, it's the same jersey. Worn oh, in he both wore twice. Super Bowls. Oh, yes. I guess I didn't remember that. 
Well, who would, right? And why would you remember something like that? So the story goes, the morning of the Super Bowl, Jennifer, Joe's wife, took the jersey that he had from that Super Bowl that he won out of a scrapbook, packed it in his bag, and says, maybe you want to wear it again. And he did. So the same jersey was worn in two Super Bowls that Joe Montana won. First of all, I think it's wild that the uniforms didn't change and you could still get away with that. In, in today's day and age, like even, even the Chiefs have probably a slight change that you couldn't, like Patrick yeah. couldn't wear the same yeah. jersey or whatever. But the fact that Joe Montana wore the exact same jersey and won two Super Bowls in it, and that went for $1.212 million last night, that's a pretty wild piece of memorabilia as well. That's pretty cool. Now, it's no six shoes from Michael Jordan going for $100 million. I just love the fact that Joe Montana wore the exact same jersey in two Super Bowls and nobody really noticed. Well, he didn't have that guy that was in there ripping him off. Yeah. The story, Brady's jersey got swiped Stolen. by some guy. Yeah, like that's right. Multiple some times. media guy was like stealing jerseys. Yeah. Like a couple times, right? Wasn't there a guy who was sneaking into the locker room to steal stuff or something? Right. I don't know if the, there was the media one too, but I was thinking there was another guy that stole a jersey. No, that was a commercial for NFLshop.com. It could have could have been, been the case. So, right. Anyway. In, in the Super Bowl that they beat the 49ers 55 to 10, or beat the Broncos 55 to 10, they sold that jersey yesterday for $720,000. Wow. Again, if you have a his signed Chiefs jersey from his final NFL game, ninety two thousand four hundred dollars. And I his, think just a just a brand new jersey is expensive. <laughs> like just going and buying an NFL shop brand new jersey is pretty pricey. Wow. I mean, that. L- listen to some of the stuff that they auctioned from the Montana collection. The uniform worn in his final played game with the 49ers went for two hundred and thirty two thousand dollars. And a signed helmet from his final game with the team, which he didn't play, went for $121,000. The ball from his final 49er touchdown pass sold for $43,000. We mentioned the Chiefs jersey. His high school jersey went for $36K. His pro football Hall of Fame jacket went for $36,000. And a bust went for $14,400. And his playbook from the last drive Super Bowl went for $10,200. Joe getting a cut of this? Probably. Text line says Jordan must have some gambling debts he needs to pay off. Good point. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I the, wonder the though, amounts of money that people will pay for stuff. Man. Now they wouldn't be game worn, but if I was Jordan, every time that new shoe came out, right? Every year. New one coming out on March 5th. I'd just slip a pair of those on. Walk around the block, take them off, sign them. Here you go. Put it on eBay. Yep. Every, I mean, like every single go around, it's a Jordan Warden shoe. <laughs> and it's just, autographed. Yeah, it's he like, can make a bleep ton. Oh, my man. goodness. It'd be ridiculous. People are lining up for the shoes anyway. Right. I imagine oh, yeah. that, like, I got this shoe, but it's, uh, Jordan wore it, broke the, it in for me. There would be some sneakerhead that would say, though, no, I don't want that one because it's used now and it's already creased. <laughs> got or, the crease in it. Yep, got the yeah. crease in it. Yeah, you want the crease. But, sir, that's that's autographed and worn by Michael Jordan. Yeah, but it's got a crease. Mm. Mm. Okay, mm. fine. I'll take it. Aaron Rodgers spoke yesterday. I think he joined the Hippie Collective podcast or something. Is that I don't what know. it's called? The know. Hippie Collective? <laughs> Look like it. I mean, those two guys were, were eating granola, wearing oh, Birkenstocks, man. had dirty feet, and were burning patchouli oil, yeah. right? What was them? Aubrey something? 
Oh, man. Aubrey I'll Huff. Right. I'll get it right. No, Aubrey. he's on a different podcast. <laughs> Aubrey, Aubrey Marcus, the Aubrey Marcus podcast. Has anybody ever heard of that guy up until this week? Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, well, he's got like 250,000 followers, doesn't 50 he? 50 million listens. Okay. Uh, allegedly on his podcast and 100,000 followers. So yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah. I don't know. But nobody's heard of him, like in the sports world, I should say. And, and when we say nobody in our. You know, a little fiefdom. Nobody's yeah, ever heard I of this guy. I think he's an Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Again, Rodgers I was wasn't. bouncing around the Odyssey app yesterday listening to different... Everybody's talking about this Rodgers yeah. stuff, and everybody's like, I never heard of this guy before. Yeah, no. It's... <laughs> no, because we're not holistic healers. We don't sit there and go... Mm-hmm. New York Times bestseller, Own the Day. Well, I hadn't heard of him, but, you know... And again, with Aaron Rodgers, he's out there complaining that people are talking about him. Stop putting yourself out there in the news, dude. And then... He hasn't made a decision yet, so it, it's coming, though. I feel really good about um, about the conversations that um, that are going to be had, that have been had with uh, important people in my life, yourself oh. included, that Thank you. Um, helped to orient me. But I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. Uh, all the answers are right inside me, and I, I touched uh, many of them. And definitely the feelings on both sides during the darkness. And I'm thankful for that time. But um, During the darkness. You know, it's a very, uh, there's a finality to the decision. Mm -hmm. And I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because I get asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you think it's drama, you think I'm being a diva or whatever, then just tune it out. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Stop, stop. This is my life. It's important to me. And I'll make a decision soon enough and and we'll go down that road. No, you, you, is really he done? Excited about is he it. is he done yet? I'm really excited about it. Here's the thing, Aaron. No, you're not holding press conferences on a Tuesday or Wednesday and people are asking you about this. You're volunteeringly voluntarily going on shows and talking about it. If you don't want people to talk about it and ask you about it. Don't do the Hippie Lettuce podcast. Don't go on with Pat McAfee. And then nobody's talking about it. Every week you roll your carcass out there and talk about it. So, of course, people are going to talk about it. He rolls his spirit out there. Eh, Whatever it is. Hey, man, you got to stop talking about me. Podcast? Sure, I'll be there. Like, you're putting yourself out there. You're volunteering this information. Yeah. Do you expect it not to hit the mainstream? Like, you are a media attention grabbing, loving human you're doing, being. And you're doing a great job of it. So keep and doing you're it. you're doing man. an amazing Just job of it, right? Don't act like you're not. <laughs> don't act like you're not. Don't act like, oh, the now, media people are talking about it. You're willingly going on shows and podcasts. Right. You know how you get people to stop talking about you? Go into a darkness retreat for it's, four days. Don't tell anybody don't tell about anybody. it. Yeah. Don't let us know when you emerge, and we'll see you on opening day. Yeah. I gathered as well from the darkness, he did find a little bleep you to the Packers. I've been doubted before. And look, honestly, I felt in the first year that Matt was here, Matt was in Green Bay in 19, I felt at times like a game manager. Like it was just, I didn't quite understand what we were doing at times on offense. And my job was to take care of the football. And I did, you know, I threw four interceptions and 26 touchdowns and we were 13 and three. But I felt like there was so much more. And, you know, then they drafted my replacement and then I went MVP twice. And I threw 85 touchdowns and nine interceptions in two years. And obviously there were some changes that happened on the team and the coaching staff. And I didn't have my best year plan. Boy, oh boy. And there's probably people that think I'm done. I thought I was done, you know, 
before I became COVID MVP twice. Oh my! So, again, there'd be plenty of inspiration down that road. So I don't. I know mean, he he's found, like the Kevin Durant of the NFL. I don't know if he found some peace there, but he found some. Oh yeah, I kicked I kicked some butt for a couple of years when you guys didn't like me. Maybe you didn't win the games when they mattered, bro. I don't know if that I don't know if that spells great stuff for Green Bay, but oh. I mean, what he just said there is the ultimate, like, selfish athlete that we all cringe when we hear. I don't know. I did what I needed to do, and the rest of you schlebs didn't do what you needed to do. It ain't my fault. Peace yeah, out. 13-3, man. And we were 13. Yeah, but did you win in the it? playoffs? The no. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was. Co- he mentioned MVP twice in that soundbite, Josh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He mentioned it twice. Tells you all you need to know about it. What's his name? Aaron Rodgers. How many times have you heard Patrick Mahomes even mention he was the MVP? Aaron of the Earth. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, he married Blue, Blue of the Earth, took her last name, Aaron of the Earth. Um, I, I just, I don't appreciate Aaron Rodgers. I really don't. Like, I appreciate it for what he does for us because he's very entertaining from oh, that I standpoint. It. I love it, I love it, it from that standpoint. But, like, nonsense. if I'm a Packer fan right now, I'm like, all right, bro. Everything's always about you. And if you want to be all about you, then you need to win when it matters most. And that's why I appreciate Patrick Mahomes so much. You don't see Patrick Mahomes going out there, I was two-time MVP. No. He's talking about we're not finished. We've got more to do as a team, as a team, as a team. And Aaron Rodgers is, like, reading his resume, like trying to justify to people of how good he is. You are a very good player, man. You're going to the Hall of Fame. Stop acting like a not Hall of Fame guy now because the way you're acting right now is douchey. I don't know if I was Mahomes, I'd start every commercial with that, but that's just me. I mean, is he Hi. mad that Patrick has I'm the two-time MVP and two-time Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes? Right. I've got twice well, as many Super Bowl championships as Aaron Rodgers. Use my rate. In, want some insurance? I'll get your rate. I know people. What people? State Farm people yeah. is who I know. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was replaced by Andy Reid in the commercials. Mm, mm, mm. And they're much better because of it. <laughs> Andy Reid drawing mustaches is better than Aaron Rodgers doing the, what was it, the discount double check? Is that even still a thing? Those commercials were pretty good, though, before Mahomes joined. The, God. the belt thing. Where... Mm. But again, if you don't want people talking about you, don't do podcasts. Don't go on shows. I just pretty thought simple. with yesterday's, if you're going to do it, have a decision for everybody. You know, Are we going to have yeah. the decision instead of at the Boys and Girls Club or whatever? It's going to be like a top of mountain? Yep. Or maybe it's on a plateau? I don't know. Mount Kilimanjaro like with like a Sherpa. I feel like he's more plateau. I don't know why. Baking in the sun. I feel like it's more of a plateau thing than the top of the mountain. So you think he's baking in the sun? Well, he's definitely done that. Like he needs a Sherpa on top of Mount Kilimanjaro. They get up there and they find Eric Berry. I wonder if he's stuck his poker in a beer. Mm, I don't know. You saw him try to chug that beer, though, right? At that Bucks game. Very, very weak. He's no David Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari stuck his poker in a beer. There's no question about that. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. may be doing right that over right there. Now. There's some people smoking weed. Here's somebody I don't want to be for a $100. His name is uh, Shane P. Hallam. Never heard of him. Probably nice, nice fella. Maybe a nice guy, yeah. Maybe a terrific fella. Managing partner for Draft Countdown. Here's his tweet, though. In case you missed it, and I did. And we did, um, yes. Not in case. No, we did miss this I one. predicted the 40 times for every player at the Combine. Excuse me? That's right. 
Yeah, I saw this one yesterday. Below is defense, but look back to yesterday on draft countdown for the offense. He gave his predictions for every player. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? Of the combine. What a terrible exercise. And this is like a site that he owns, I believe. So you don't have a boss telling you to do this. You willingly did this on your own. Right. You tried to predict the 40 time of every NFL prospect at the combine. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's an old adage, Josh, in the world today that says, work smarter, not harder. This sounds like you worked really hard on something nobody cares about. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? Look, I find 40 times to be fun. I can wait till after the fact. I don't need to have your predictions ahead of time. And then the guy's going to walk around. I nailed that one. Yeah, I nailed that one. I told you 4-3-4. Right. Did you? Here, here's another good one from a Jonathan Jones. Talking with folks in Indy, there's a belief quarterback Bryce Young will weigh in near, maybe not at, but near 200 pounds. That's the tweet, folks. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? <sighs> the Bryce Young thing has gotten under my skin. It really has. You're bothered by this. Did nobody stand next to him in college? No. Like, was he always standing on a box and he fooled everyone? Like, nobody talked to him at Alabama. Nobody stood next to him and go, wow, that guy's kind of not not tall. I have seen Suddenly so many stories about his height. He struts into Indy and he's like a pipsqueak. Right. And everybody's going, what the hell happened? Oh, my God. We didn't realize you were this short. Nobody knows when he's at like the, the Heisman Trophy presentation that like he may have been smaller than you. It's like this revelation that suddenly Bryce Young is tiny. Like, Didn't we see him play college football? And and that's the one I, I don't, don't understand. Don't feel like it was an issue there. Well, Josh, maybe these guys didn't watch college football this year or the past years because they knew once they got to the combine that they would get all their answers there. You know, throwing against air. And running routes against no one. That's why I appreciate Dan Campbell. I watched the tape. Please also somebody back to the the 40 prediction guy for a minute. <laughs> somebody please. <laughs> again, somebody with just as much time as Shane Hallam does to do the predictions. Somebody please track how close he was. Yes. <laughs> you think he'll track himself? Oh, man. I thought he was a 480. He was a four. Four, four seven, seven eight. six. Oh man, jeez, oh, I missed, on, I missed that on that one. Call my number now. I'll give you the the forty times. For, I've never been wrong. Oh, you've never been right either. Oh my God, who the hell cares? Call my special one nine hundred number. I'm gonna give you the forty times for the edge rushers in the draft. And I'll throw in free the inside rushes as well. I thought it was I a joke. I have never been wrong in predicting the forty times. I thought it was a joke at first when I saw that. And then I clicked on the link. Nope, they're all there. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> they're all there. Every single player. I appreciate all the draft content. I do. I do. I just wonder how many hours do you have in the day? And what are you gaining out of that? I don't know. Other than to be wrong, I don't know what you'd gain. But like, is there a monetary like prize at the end? Yeah. Like, is there yeah, something there that you're getting out of this? Like, I I, why are people doing this stuff? 
like people who sit on Twitter and do like film reviews of the game. Like, why are you doing that? You know what? I can go back one day and said and say to everybody, I predicted Thomas Incombe of Central Michigan was going to run a four seven eight. No one else could do that. No one else told you so. I told you so. You think Caleb Murphy running a four six six from Ferris State? Just anybody could tell have told you that? No, that was me, folks. Did you see the one reply to this tweet, Josh? <laughs> I'm being serious. It There's better a, be who cares. No. The one reply is this. You think you might be underestimating Copeland? I've heard he could compete for the top time oh, overall. Geez. Oh, no. No. His re- so he responded back to that guy. No. Maybe I couldn't find anything too solid on him. I'll dig a little deeper and adjust it if need be. Oh, no, 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 no. You think anybody else knows Nick Hampton of App State can run a four four nine? No, this guy does. It's insanity. <sighs> is what it's what it is. I want to tell this guy. Do something else. Break it down after it's over, not ahead of time. What this happened when terrible. sports used to be just fun and you just watched the games this and enjoyed looks terrible. it? Terrible. You're literally sitting at home predicting the forty times of people no one knows, nor care about, nor that's relevant. <laughs> I mean, if I nail that Jared Clark of Coastal Carolina runs a five-five-two. I'll be telling social media about it. Who cares? May this never. Okay, I'm going to pray the sports gods right now. May this never be my homework assignment. Never. I, I won't do it. Out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll retire. If you want all things draft, check out Character Concerns Podcast at 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. It's Binkley. It's Nick Schwert. It's Chris Unocero breaking down all things draft. I don't think they're predicting 40 times ahead of time, but you never know. You Check don't. out the Character Concerns podcast at 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. Overthinking in sports. We are firmly against it. <laughs> Another example next. Let's go in the morning. If Charlie Weiss were a baseball player, where would he play? He'd definitely ride the bullpen car in. <laughs> Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Here's a valid question from the Jay Southland Toast Service Sex Line, 913-586-7610. The 40-time thi- thing sounds dumb, but can you wager on them? Yeah, now if you could do that. If so, there's man. a market over under... Of so-and-so? Yeah. I, I think they should list everybody and set the over-under at a number, and you choose which way you mm. want to go. Mm-hmm. we definitely have it at Canabets. Yeah, we definitely On the would. Big board. We'd have the big board of 40 times. Yeah, that would be a great way to wager. People would love that. You'd sit there and watch 40-yard dashes if you could sit there and bet $5 a shot. Eat you a slice of pizza and bet on 40 times. Live at Canabets. Just off state line. On both sides. Both of them. We're in the keep it simple, stupid mindset, right? That's safe to say here. Well, yes, yes, yeah. we are. Yeah, you and I are. There's some hardos out there that aren't, though. Keep it simple. So, yeah. 
you were a little upset at college basketball on Fox yesterday. Oh, huh? I mean, this, this is just a dumb tweet, right? Who should get the number one seed in the Midwest, Kansas or Houston? And I'm like, okay, interesting concept. I don't know which team's better. I don't watch enough college basketball to be the, the voice on that one. And but they laid out the resumes for both of these teams, right? Right. Kansas is twenty-five and five. Houston is twenty-seven and two. Okay, Houston gets the nod there. Net ranking. I don't know what that means. Kansas is six. Houston it's a, it's is a one. metric. It's a metric. Okay, fine. Houston's it's one. The one they primarily use now. Kansas is six. Okay, fine. Record versus quad one teams, which are the, like the better teams, right? Kansas is fifteen and five this year. Houston in that category four and one. They hadn't played great competition. Mm. Record versus quad two. Kansas is 4-0. Houston, 8-0. Then they have the best win. Kansas beating Texas, who was number five in the nation at the time, 88-80. to Houston's best win is winning 53-48 versus St. Mary's. I don't know who that is. Uh, the worst loss for Kansas. Now, this is, this is the breaking point for me. According to Fox Sports, the worst loss for Kansas is when they lost, what, 83-60 to 60 to number 14 TCU. That's their worst loss that's of the year. Pretty good first. That's a pretty good worst loss. Right? Got beat by 23, but... But that's your worst loss of the year was to, to the 14th team. team in the nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Houston lost to Temple, 56-55. I, I didn't know Temple still fielded a program. So when they're asking, yeah, the you Owls, know, yeah. the, the, they're, they're asking who should be the number one seed in the Midwest... I think it's pretty clear. I think it's Kansas should be the number one seed in the Midwest just based on the, because everybody loves these quad one victories. Kansas is 15 and five in that category. That means they played great competition and they beat great competition. Houston didn't play the same type of talent. And that's where I think the difference to me is Josh. It's one thing to run the table and sometimes, Hey, you play who you play. And I get that next year, Houston's quad run and stuff will be different once they're in the big 12 and there's better teams that they're playing against. But as of right now, they're not in the big 12 and Kansas played more teams that are considered top tier teams and won 10 games more than they lost in that category. Kansas is 15 and five against those quad one teams. Houston is only four and one. They only played five games against those teams. Kansas played 20 games against those teams, 15 more games than Houston even played against those teams. So I think from that reason, if you're looking at the metrics of things that screams right there, Kansas dominated really good competition this year. Houston beat up on the sisters of the poor. Can I get even simpler for you? Sure. Who's going to have more fans? Like, <laughs> no offense, there's no Houston fans. They don't draw right. s- squat. You know so where the Midwest really region team. is this year? Uh, no. Here. Oh, it's, oh, the Midwest regional is Kansas City? Yeah, right. Sweet, eight, Sweet 16 and Elite yeah. 8 I mean, here. You could make the case, well, uh, Kansas will travel anywhere. Okay. Fine. Right. Houston doesn't travel. There's no, like. Right. I'm, I'm saying. To, just like, move them west. Who cares? If like, it, but if you're debating on who should get a one seed, not necessarily, it doesn't have to be the Midwest. It could be wherever, right? If you're debating between Kansas and Houston, both should be the one seeds, I would imagine, based yeah, on just yeah, looking at the yeah. rankings. Both should be a one sure. seed. But if you have to choose one or the other, it, by far and away, it's Kansas. And I'm not saying that because I'm a quote-unquote I could care less. I just think when you they beat play, better teams, you play better teams and you beat better, better comp- teams. Competition, yeah. Right. I'm not all for, well, they lost to some really good teams. I don't buy into that. But you played really good competition. You beat really good competition. And you out 
outright won arguably the best league in college basketball right now, right? Mm-hmm. Is the Big 12 the best league in college basketball? I don't know. Sure. I mean, I it seems know. like it. they got a lot of teams that are really good, right? I don't know what the best team. It's not Duke's league anymore, whatever that is. It's not the SEC. It's not the PAC. I think the, I think the Big 12 is the best league out there right now. And Kansas won the league outright before the season even ended. It's Chiefs-like stuff, man. So, yeah, Kansas gets a one seed over Houston. There's no debating this. Why do we have to make things hard at times? Uh, that's what we do, yeah. Why do we do that East, so much Midwest, in sports? South, and, 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 and West. I can, just, I can just do it for you if you want. Yeah. Alabama's in the East. Okay. Houston's in the South. Kansas is in the Midwest. And UCLA's in the West. UCLA. Done. Okay, done. Why are we why are we even debating this then? Like you can't you just can't debate Houston versus Kansas. Next year maybe you can when Houston's in the league. It's going to be interesting to see how they carry over. Hey, they've they've been they've been fantastic. They've been great. Five slam and jamma, man. Years have been been good. Yeah. The splitting hairs over who should be a one and where is always funny to me. Where do you want to sell tickets? Wherever Kansas goes, they're going to sell tickets. It doesn't matter. So that's why Kansas is never going to be put on probation where they miss the tournament. They're too much of a money generator for the league or for the uh, NCAA. Go look at any building. Nobody travels better than Kansas. It's true. It's a fact. Nobody travels better than Kansas. It's kind of Rome. You got Rome voice there for a minute. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to. It's a fact. Well, it is. I mean, look at these arenas. Like, Des Moines is probably keeping their fingers crossed that they do get KU up there. They don't ship KU somewhere else. They KU and K-State. K- KU and K-State go to Des Moines. That sucker is going to be an expensive ticket. Now, if you slip Missouri in there as well, put all three up there in Des Moines, let's roll. Let's do this, right? Be great. But Kansas fans travel. They do. And their tickets are always higher priced on the secondary market than other venues because Kansas fans will pay it. That's why the whole probation thing I laugh at. I scoff at that. You're really going to take a moneymaker away when the NCAA needs money as much as they can get right now? Oh, that's funny. Go a year without Kansas in the tournament. See how your gates do. I was just thinking about that as Mark Emmert, the president, was exiting the NCAA. Yeah. Kansas could go back-to-back. Chance to go back-to-back. Yeah, they do. And there's still no resolution. Right. (laughs) I mean, jeez. What an organization. That's true. They could win two championships. <laughs> they're still waiting. They're still waiting. For, still waiting for whatever is this committee to take itself out of the darkness or whatever. Are they in a darkness retreat? I don't even know. It's crazy. The uh, number one pick in the draft in the uh, the NFL, I guess we've learned, can, can really come from anywhere. As much as you feel like it's this school, this school, and this school that dominate the draft, and there's a bunch of them from the SEC. The number one pick can come from anywhere. Yeah, including Central Michigan University, right, which is Eric Fisher's school. And the 33rd team, which I kind of am a big fan of now on, on social media and on the interwebs, uh, they have the alma mater of the last 10 number one overall picks. And I, I didn't even look at the alma mater. I didn't care about that. What I was like, how many of these picks truly hit? How many of these number one overall picks can you truly look at in the last 10 years and say – They've hit, right? But they were from all over. Oh, God, yeah. Central yeah. Michigan, South Carolina, Florida State, Cal, A&M, Oklahoma, 
Second Oklahoma, LSU, right. Clemson, Georgia. Right. Like that's every a, league is represented. That's a pretty good, you know, it's not all Alabama. Right. We're all Georgia. How many of these guys have hit, though, the last 10, you want to say? Right. Okay. Yeah. I got my list. Six of the 10 hit and were legit. Eric Fisher worked out. Clowney, good player. Winston. I think, I think outside of Kansas City, though, people would probably go, did he? Oh, he played for that many years. As the, I don't think he's a household name enough for people to probably outside of Kansas City to, to recognize Eric oh, Fisher. I, I, I'm, I'm looking what he did here. You though I, mean? I think he did though. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like we we appreciate Eric Fisher more than the than the outside probably. Yeah, would. we usually yeah, appreciate. Like, oh, did he play for a long time? I don't know. No, I think he, he was really good. I take Eric Fisher right now yeah, on this too. team in his He's prime. Good. Right? He's good. So Eric Fisher worked out. Jadavion Clowney worked out. Jameis Winston did not. Jared Goff did not. Miles Garrett did, even though he's due to like get. I don't. Think, they think they got their guy the now one, in Detroit. Yeah, but <laughs> you're, the, you're the number one overall pick. Yeah, I mean, no. I know he led that team to the Super Bowl, but he stinks. Miles Garrett worked out. Mayfield did not. You do forget Jared Goff led them to a Super Bowl. I know you do, don't you? Yeah, because that it's Super crazy. Bowl was that's the game we should have been in, and it was a boring Super Bowl. It's we really crazy. didn't pay attention. Crazy. All right, okay. Miles Garrett. He worked out. Yep. Baker Mayfield did not. No. Kyler Murray did not. Has not. No. Joe Burrow has. So far, yes. Trevor Lawrence is trending that mm-hmm. way, and Trayvon Walker is trending that way. So I got six of the last ten overall picks that were number one overall truly working out, right? And that brings you back to the like how hard it is to do this in the draft. Sh- you feel like it should be a better hit percentage at number one overall. Absolutely. Than six out of ten. That's sixty percent. Yeah. It's sixty yeah. percent. That's why you look at what Brett Veach is doing. And the, the amount of success that he's having, and not just first-round picks. And you could say, well, anybody could pick a first-round pick. Clearly not. Only 60% of the first-round picks, number one overall picks, in the last decade have truly panned out. What Brett Veach is doing is so magical and unbelievable, and we should just take a, a step back every once in a while and realize what this guy's got going on right now is, like, unprecedented in the NFL. And if he does it for another draft where you're seeing a seventh-round draft pick emerge as a star and helps you win a Super Bowl, my goodness. But most of these teams can't even nail the number one overall pick. That tells you how hard this draft stuff is. And that's why with the overanalyzation of stuff, just go back and watch their tape, man. If they can play football, go out there and get them. Stop with the nonsense. Make it simple on yourself. Go draft good football players. And that's what Brett Veach has done. So far, so good. Travis Kelsey has nailed the trailer anyway. Next. Knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with them. The farmer's dog makes and delivers 